Buenos dias, desde San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Argentina update for the week of the 2nd of September 2021. Ten minutes of what's been happening in the land of silver during the week, every single week. So here we go. Sports news for the win. With coronavirus cases on the decline in recent weeks, the government announced this week Argentina's World Cup qualifier against Bolivia will be open for supporters. Boom! The match will take place on Thursday, the 9th of September in the Rio River Plate Monumental Stadium. 30% of the ground will be made available for spectators. Similarly, Brazil will allow 12,000 fans in the stadium for its clash with Argentina on Sunday, the 5th of September. However, many European countries seem to be ignoring the fact that COVID cases in South America are currently on the decline. The English Premier League has said its clubs will not release any players for travel to red list countries for the World Cup qualifier due to continuing public health concerns. This includes Chile, Argentina, Brazil, and the rest of South America, which means these countries may be left without UK-based players. Of course, this doesn't make any sense considering countries like Chile have a daily rate of under 400 confirmed infections, while others with far more like the United States are not on these red lists. This scenario seems to replicate across Latin America as a whole, making these red lists seem more and more arbitrary and perhaps even discriminatory every day. So much for an even playing field. Other COVID news, 5 million Sinopharm and AstraZeneca vaccines are expected to arrive in the country this week. In August, the government estimated that 7 million people got their second shots, which means that around 30% of the Argentine population is now fully vaccinated. 30% certainly does not equate to a majority. And in the Cordoba province, the local government is struggling with workers who refuse to get vaccinated. On Wednesday, courts all over the province asked their employers to go back to working in person and encountered this issue with at least 60 of those employers. Lawyers on each side are looking at a solution. So far, the only alternative is to get a PCR test every 72 hours, which is not only costly, but uncomfortable and inconvenient. Not all headlines about the pandemic are bad, though, as new data from the Argentine Chamber of Electronic Commerce shows the e-commerce sector grew more than 100% in the first half of 2021, compared to the same period in previous year. Food and beverages, garments and domestic appliances are some of the top selling categories, although the industry as a whole profited over 600,000 billion pesos. This data speaks to the increasingly mature e-commerce industry in Argentina. More people are picking an online channel, a pattern that can also be seen in other Latin American countries. One of the big players benefiting the most from the pandemic is Mercado Libre. The e-commerce giant doubled its sales during the second quarter of the year, reaching a valuation of around 55 billion U.S. dollars. This places it at the top of the region's leading companies, second only to Brazil's Vale. Speaking of Brazil, the country's president, Bolsonaro, accused his U.S. counterpart of having an obsession with environmental issues, an obsession many, many people have for good reason. He added that his calls to better protect the Amazon rainforest have gotten in the way of having healthy U.S.-Brazilian relations. As we already know, the Argentinian government is no stranger controversies either. On Friday, the 27th of August, federal prosecutor Ramiro González finally notified President Fernández that he stands accused of breaking the mandatory quarantine and strict lockdown rules he introduced himself. All allegations related to a dinner party he held in July 2020, as we have been discussing, as has all of the other WAGs in Argentina. 
In response to these charges, the president offered to donate half of his next four paychecks to an Argentinian health institute as penalty. We're guessing that's the old break the rules, pay the fine system at work right once again. Meanwhile, the Buenos Aires provincial government is busy restructuring its $7 billion overseas debt. The province, which already received creditor support, will swap all of its bonds that it had offered to exchange. According to the province's economy minister, this deal will allow for financial relief of $4.6 billion until 2027. There's no financial relief for the population, though, as inflation keeps steadily ramping up. In the first half of 2021, the price of medical products grew by almost 30%, five more than the inflation rate for the same period. As the Argentine Health Union warned, the year-on-year rise in medical products climbed to 63% in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, which exceeded inflation by more than 12%. As Argentina tries to recover from last year's economic crisis, a new report published on Tuesday the 31st by the Economy Ministry shows that the gender gap in unemployment has widened. A quarter of women under 30 are unemployed in the country compared to 17% of men of the same age. Another problem that Buenos Aires city government must tend to is its increasing loss of green spaces. Neighborhood organizations are fighting against Mayor Rodriguez Larreta's plan to build more towers in the city, which do not comply with the World Health Organization's recommendation of having about 10 square meters of green area per inhabitant. On the topic of Buenos Aires, the National Library will reopen its doors on Monday, the 6th of September. The iconic place will welcome visitors from Monday to Friday. Visitors must make advance reservations on the official website and wear a mask at all times while inside. Same time, the city government announced that all subway stations will reopen on Tuesday the 7th. Since the start of the pandemic, at least 10 subway stations have been closed. In other news, Uruguay opened its borders last Wednesday to the first foreigners who have properties in the country. This is the case for many Argentines who haven't been able to visit or do any maintenance on their property since before the pandemic. Now they can enter with relatives up to the second degree as long as they have a certificate of vaccination against COVID-19 and a negative PCR test. What is still restricted? Beef exports. On Tuesday, the 31st of August, the government extended the export limits imposed on beef production until the end of October. The Alberto Fernandez administration says the restrictions are an attempt to control domestic prices, but producers are angry and frustrated with the measure. Similarly, players in the automotive industry are also struggling with restrictions. August was the fifth consecutive month with a decrease in sales, but not due to low demand. In fact, the demand is so high for car dealerships to satisfy the current import restrictions introduced by the national government in response to shortages of U.S. dollars has caused them problems in satisfying the demand. Before we go, beware of the Santa Rosa storm coming up, although meteorologists have not decided whether this is a yearly occurrence or not. Some even argue it's a myth. It's common in Argentina to get one or two warm days at the tail end of August or at the start of September, which signals the imminent arrival of this storm. Don't stress so much, despite popular belief that the Santa Rosa storm is one of the most violent of the year. This doesn't actually really happen. Our advice, just carry an umbrella. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We want to know where you're listening from, so drop us a line at podcast at Rorschach.com. Let us know what city or town you're in. If you like the show, share and subscribe. Nos vemos. 